Okay, Perk of the Perk Gimel. Um, in this Perk, Perk of the Blizzard starts to discuss the story of Bria's Ha'ilam and talk about all kinds of different interesting things that have to do with the creation of the world. And then, uh, of course, some tangents, like Perk of the likes to go off on tangents and discuss all kinds of interesting things. But we have to keep in mind that a lot of the things that he says in these, in these Prakim over here are, it's very hard to take them mamish literally. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to see, like, Pajab Shad, what was he trying to say? Maybe get a little bit of a, 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 another level of understanding and then go weiter. These things can go, you can go deeper and deeper into it and in the of ourself. But we'll, we'll try to see, like, what, what it says and what we can take out of what it says and, and, then, and then continue. Okay. Perek Gimel. Rebbe Liezer ben Hurkinus Pasach. He opened the Sefer, or he opens his drasha about Biyas Ha'ilam with the following Pasuk in Tehillim. Who can speak of the powers of Hashem and who can let others hear of, of the Tehillahs, of the praises of Hashem? The, the Pasuk actually doesn't say Umi Yashmiya Kaltuso. The Pasuk just says Mi Malagwe Hashem Yashmiya Kaltuso. But Pirkei Blaze added the word Umi just to clarify what, what the Pasuk is saying. It says, Is there a person in the world who could, who could say over the powers of Hashem or who could allow others to hear the praises of Hashem? Obviously not. It says, Even the ministering angels aren't able to speak but only a small portion of the of the of the powers of Hashem. No, nobody can nobody can properly say over all of the all of the the, the, the powerfuls and, and, and the, 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 the the great things that Hashem has accomplished in the world. The Radal brings it that the the Vilna Goyen takes out the word Ella over here. Afil Malach Hashem in a Yechulim Saper takes out the word Ella Miktas Gvurasa. Says Afil Malach Hashem in a Yechulim Saper Miktas Gvurasa. Even Malach they can't even speak a, a portion of the Gvurasa. Our an argument says they can only speak a portion. The greatest thing that they can't even speak a portion. Like we say in 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 davening in in, in the Tefillah of Nishmas, we say Shabbos and Yantav, we say. We say uh, a lashon. If our mouths were full of song, like 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 the, like the infinity of the sea, or shenayna kamein galav, and our tongue was able to to daven like like the like with the strength of the of of the waves of the ocean. And our our lips are full of praises of Hashem, like 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 the like the width of the sky. And our eyes are as shiny as the sun and the moon. And our hands are spread out so wide, like like eagles in the heavens. And our feet are as quick as 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 gazelles. We can't. It's still not enough for us to, to thank Hashem. To bless Him. Even one out of a hundred, hundred, Tiny minuscule fraction. We're not able to, to, to say the praises of Hashem. So what, 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 barely even 
you can't even call it touching the scratching the surface of the praises of Hashem when we when we start singing the praises of Hashem. That's a, that, that's the that's the opening to the story of 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 Bria's Island. But still, says the Pirkei of Elazar, Still, there's still, even though we can't say everything, we can't even say a portion of everything, still, it's incumbent upon us to darshan about also what Hashem did, and what Hashem is destined to do. So that the name of Hashem will be exalted in 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 the in the mouth and in the eyes and in the in the machshavas of all the creations that Hashem created. From one end of the world to the other end of the world, Shanema says in the pasuk, from generation to generation, they're going to praise the handiwork of Hashem. And the end of the pasuk says, yagidu. And they're going to say his gevuras, the gevuras of Hashem. So even though we can't say everything, and even what we do say is not even considered like a fraction of anything, because if it's infinite, so you can't have a fraction of infinity, because infinite is so great that, 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 that a portion of infinite is also infinite. Right? So you can't, it, it, whatever we say is mamish, like nothing compared to, to, to the whole thing, still there's an it to say it, so that people will be machshev Hashem and, and realize the Rebbe Musaf HaKadosh Baruch That's his, Rebbe Lezer's opening. So what does he say? First Nukudah is like this. Achiloy never ha'olam, haya HaKadosh Baruch Hu, haya HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ushmoi ha'gadol belvad. Before the world was created, all, the only thing that existed was a Kaddish Baruch Hu and his name. That's it. What does that mean? The Rambam in Meir Nevuchim in in Chelak Aleph Perak Samach Aleph brings this this passage of Perak Dovelezer and he explains it like this. What it means is that all the names of a Kaddish Baruch Hu that we that we know Hashem by we have Hashem, we have Elikim, Tzavokos, Shakai, all these different names of a Kaddish Baruch Hu that we have. Those represent different different hanhagas that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has in the world to that which he created. How Hashem acts towards people, how Hashem acts towards different parts of creation, that's what the names represent. Each name represents a different facet of the way Hashem acts towards them. But the Ramam says, but the name of Hashem, of Yud Kevavke, that that's not just a hanhaga of Hashem. That's the actual name. That's whatever that I don't know what that means, but that's what the Raman says. The the real name of Hashem is Yud Kivavke. So before Hashem created the world, before He did good to other people, or He had Rachamim, all these all these different dukudas uh, of how Hashem was noyeg, how Hashem acted, you just have Hashem Himself, and Hashem Himself is Hashem and His name. His name represents Him, but without without all the different actions. Like you say in Right. When the world is going to return to, to, to there's going to be nothing else except for Hashem. And originally it was nothing else except for Hashem and His name. And then, in fact, when we say Hashem, when, when we talk about God, we call Him Hashem, we're, we're actually saying the name. We're saying the name. That, that's, that, that's what Hashem is, the name. We're, we're, I don't know what that means, but this, this is what the Rambam says. And, that, and he brings it. That's Pshat in the Pirkei Double Yezer. We just had Hashem and, and, the she, and the name of Hashem without all the other, all the, the name Yod Kevav Hashem, without all the other names of Hashem that didn't, that didn't come in existence because those are only, only reflections of the way Hashem acts with, with other, interacts with other pieces of creation. Well, those things didn't exist yet. So it was just Hashem, Ushmai Bilvat. It's, 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 it's
trouble with it because normally the a name it implies that there are there's someone else. Okay, we know someone by the name of that we know. He doesn't need the name. We call him this thing. Or he, it, it implies that there's someone else. And so if God, if the, the Abishta exists by himself, whatever, what, even though it's just the one name of his essence, and not all the you know, minute manifestations of the Abishta, then what does he need it for? Mm-hmm. There's only him. So isn't there, don't we require a different uh, understanding of what name is? I mean, all it seems to be doing, your explanation of it here, is underscoring the fact that it was just him. Right. I hear you're, you're, you're getting into a philosophical debate about what does it mean a name. I don't know. You have to, uh, to but a name is normally used by... By somebody, an outside he, thing knows that by that he, name. Right. We right. know him by this name. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. The Rambam is saying that that's, the, it's not just a name. Your kibbutz is not just the name of Hashem. It's no. like that's the etzem of Hashem. I don't know what that means, but yes. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it means. But we'll see a, 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 a similar nukuda in the next in the next sec, in the next piece over here, and it seems to contradict what we just said from the Rambam. But mm-hmm. that's there's also a different aspect of the name is that sometimes uh, a certain person he answers to the name of. He answers to this name. It is, he called this name. He'll respond. Even though it's not re- his real name. Yeah, this is... is, is he, answers, <coughs> he answers to this name. You know? Right, like, it's interesting, an interesting phenomenon. In, in, when, you see, when you speak to somebody in English, so you say to them, what's your name? Um, when you speak to in Hebrew, you don't say, Ma Hashem Shalcha. That's not what Israelis say. Israelis say, Ech Korim Lecha. What do they call you? So it's like we're, I don't really care what I don't care what your name is. I call, what am I supposed to call you? Right. So that's also like it could be that the name is like re, that's really who, that's your real name. Whatever. But if your name is if your name is uh, I don't know Michal, but some people call you uh, um, uh, Mike or something. Right? Ah. So so you can call me Mike, but but my my name is Michal. So here it's like the difference. Like what do you call yourself? What do you call yourself? Yeah. Interesting. So here it's like. This is specific to the Eishta because he has a lot of different names. He has many names. Most of us don't have many names, okay? But the Eishta does have many, many names. So it's a way of saying, before there were the many names, right? You know, it was just it was just Latin. Him. Just realize that some some forms I know in Latin language is also the same. So the next thing, how do you call yourself? How do you call yourself? It's kind of selfish, right? Interesting. I don't, I don't let you call me names. Call me whatever I tell you to call me. If, yeah, you can call me Ray, you can call me Jay. In French, Italian, Spanish, and Portuguese, all the same. Interesting. Yeah, okay, let's go. Let, let, let's see what okay. it says. So, so then, Hashem was just his name. It came upon the Machshava of Hashem, to create the world. So what's the first step? Hashem was the word machrit means to like engrave. So like sort of Hashem was engraving the world, but it it, it didn't it didn't stand. There was something missing. We're going to explain what that thing is missing in a moment. But first he gives a mashal. What what's this comparable to? 
a king who wants to build uh, palaces. If you don't first dig in the ground and engrave in the ground the the foundations and all the different uh, all the different uh, tunnels or whatever and tributaries and the different things to to hold up the palace. You can't even start building because you have to build on you have to build on a, on a strong foundation in order in order to in order to build a palace. So to Hashem, he started digging. He started, you know, digging the world or creating the world. Until the world wouldn't stand, it couldn't stand on. There was something missing. Until Kadosh Baruch Hu created the the concept of tshuva, meaning what happened, what, what apparently happened was that Kadosh Baruch Hu somehow tried creating the world and it didn't work. And and then Hashem realized why, why doesn't it work? Because Hashem realized. I don't know if it, he, it, it literally happened that he created it and it didn't work, or that Hashem would have created it, and then he's trying to make a point that 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 you can't create the world unless you have this concept of tshuva. That if people, everyone, everyone's going to sin, Hashem's, the world's just going to get destroyed again, and then there's going to be no world again. So what's the point of creating it? Because that's the way people are. People do sin. So Hashem had to create the possibility to uproot sin. So even though it's true, people inevitably will sin. But if they if they have a possibility of tshuva, then the world has a possibility to exist. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as a prerequisite to creating the world, had to create tshuva. It's there's it's an interesting thing that Rashi in in Parshas Bereshis basically says this idea in somewhat somewhat slightly different terms, but I think it's the same idea. We say in the beginning of Bereshis Bereshis Baralikim Eis Hashemayim Eis First, Hashem created in the beginning of of Hashem creating the Shemayim Baritz. Bereshis Baral Elikim. There, the Torah uses Dafka, the Shem Hashem of Elikim. And later on, in Parak Beis, in in in, in Parshas Bereshis, when it, it speaks about Hashem creating the world again, as if to recap everything we said in Parak Aleph, it says Elo Tolos Shemayim Baritz Bihi Baram Biyam Asos Hashem Elikim Eretz Vashemayim. There, it doesn't say just Elikim. There, it says Hashem Elikim. So why in the first part, in, chap- in Parak Aleph and Bereshis it says just Elikim and the whole Sefer, Sefer the whole Parak Aleph of, of, of Sefer Bereshis it only refers to Hashem as Elikim and then starting Parak Beis it says Hashem Elikim. What, my height. What, what, what's happening over here? Uh, if you know anything a little bit about uh, biblical criticism this is the first question that the biblical critics ask. It sounds like it, maybe it's different authors or something because the first chapter refers to God as Elikim and the second chapter refers to God as Yudke Vavke. So what's, ha- why, what's the change? But, so they want to decide that it's different authors. That, that, the documentary hypothesis, this is one of the big questions that they ask, or the first questions that they ask. But Rashi already discusses the question in the first Pasuk in Bereshis. Rashi says that the term Elikim is 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 mashma midas of a kaddish baruch and the term Hashem is mashma midas harachamim of a kaddish baruch So first, Hashem wanted to create the world with just midas adin. Bereshis bara elikim eis Hashemay mesaris, but it didn't work. And then Hashem later decided, I'm going to create the world with midas harachamim together with midas adin, and that was biyom asas Hashem elikim eretz Hashemayim, and that was what worked. So you see the same the same concept. The Hashem sort of created the world with just din or or let's say in in Pirkei terms without without the the possibility of tshuva and it didn't work whether Hashem literally did that or or it's just the the, the manager trying to teach us a point but the, 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 there was something missing and then Hashem 
according to Rashi, he put in Rachamim as well, or according to Pirkei Blaz, he put in Tshuva as well. So we, we, we see this concept in other places as well. Um, fine. So that's, that's the, the beginning of the beginning of Hashem creating the, the world. Now the Medrash says like this. It says, Shiva Dvorim Nivru'u There were seven things or concepts we'll see that Hashem created before He created the world. Shiva Dvorim Nivru'u Seven things were created before the world was created. These are the seven things. Torah, Gehenim, Veganeden, Vikisei Akovoit, Ubeis Hamikdash, Utshuva, Ushmeshal Mashiach. Torah, Gehenim, Hell, Purgatory, whatever you want to call it, Ganeden, the Garden of Eden, Kisei Akovoit, the 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 whole the the, the chair of Hakadosh Baruch and Shemayim, the seat of Hakadosh Baruch, Ubeis Hamikdash, the Holy Temple, Tshuva, the 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 possibility of repentance from sin, Ushmeshal Mashiach, the name of Mashiach. And the Medrash is going to go through and find Psukim for each of these different ideas. These were created before? These existed before creation? These are the seven things that Hashem created before He created the world. That's what it, that's what it says in our Medrash. And um, the, 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 the Bayez Hagodah that you have in, in the bottom of your, of your editions, it says that Hashem did these things first to show that these things are these things are more precious to Hashem than everything else that exists in the world. That's why they were first. It's interesting that the, the, the Sifri just brings this about Torah. It says uh, in Parshas Ekev, it says, And it brings the same passage that we're going to bring in a moment that, that proves that, that Torah was created before the world. And the Radal says, that the Sifri evidently understood that of these seven things, Torah was the first one that was created. And he wants to say that it, it could be that the Pirkei Blazer also agrees that of these seven things, the Torah was the first one that was created because it's listed as the first one. Actually, he doesn't make the point that it's listed as the first one. But I think that that, that makes a lot of sense. And we're going to go into um, Proteistic, why, what's, the, what's the significance of these seven things. But I just first want to explain a little bit or, or bring out what the what the pshatim are. What does it mean that it was created before the world was created? The the pierce that you guys have in Bayesagodol he brings down from the sefer Mineras Hamaar. I don't know which one. There's two there's two from Mineras Hamaar. One called from Maria Buav and one from Rabino Al Nakave. I'm not sure which one he's referring to. But one of those two from it, it, it brings down this passage of Pekud Lazar and says that, that we shouldn't take it literally because we just said before that before Hashem created the world it was just Hashem and His name. So how can you say that these seven things were created before the world? We just before the world Hashem and His name. I don't know if that's really such a star, strong question because it could be there were different stages of before the world was created. And the world was just Hashem and His name. And then Hashem had say created Tshuva and then His other seven things. And then Hashem created the world. But he seems to understand that Menas Amora seems to understand that, that this can't be taken literally because it's, it, it contradicts what we said before. Uh, interestingly, this idea of these seven things that were created before the world is brought not just in Pirkei Debeliezer, but it's also brought in the Gemara and Psachim, Daphne and Dalet, Amin Aleph, in the Dorim, Lamed Testament Beis, and in Tanah Debeliyo, and in the Zohar, and different places. Exactly the way we have it over here, that's how it's brought in Midrash Mishle. It's, it's brought exactly the way we have it over here, it's brought in those places. This 
So it's an old, it's an old brisa that's that's part of the Masara from Chazal. But there's an interesting nukuda that in another medrash it says like this in medrash Shaykh Taiv, which is a medrash on Tehillim in Mizmor Tzadik Gimel, it says that these are the things that were all b'machshava actually nevroilam. These were the seven things that were Hashem thought about before creating the world. Not that Hashem created them before creating the world, but that Hashem thought about them before creating the world. Now, it's interesting because in the Gemara in the Dharam, when, when the Gemara brings this thing about seven things that were created before the world was created, so the Rajba, not the regular Chidushe Rajba on the Gemara, but there's a separate sefer called Pirush Haggadahs from the Rajba, on the Gemara in the Dharam, Lama Testament Beis, the Rajba writes that, what does it mean that we're never, actually never oilam? It means, the Hashem thought of it. And the Ran as well. The Ran is the, one of the main Pirushim on Mesachas Nadarim. We we're not Zaycha to have Rashi on Mesachas Nadarim, but the Ran is one of the main Pirushim. The Ran also says, What does it mean? It means Olubamachshava. So the Rajba, the Ran, and actually, I, I just I found this not so long ago. Rashi in Sanhedrin, when the Gemara is talking about the name of Mashiach, so Rashi says, "Vahainu and Sanhedrin Sadak Chasam Beis." Rashi says, "Vahainu Echad Meshiva Dvarim Sha'olu B'Machshava Libaris." The name of Mashiach is one of the seven things that was Olu B'Machshava Libaris. One of the seven things that, that came into Hashem's Machshava to create. But also Rashi seems to understand not literally that Hashem created these things before He created the world, but that He thought of creating them before He created the world. So it's a very interesting thing that these Rishonim, Rajboran, Rashi, Medrash Toiv, all these sources seem to say that, that, that it's not literal. And as we mentioned from the Menorah Samar, there's a reason why they say that it's not literal, because it, it, he understood that it's a steer to what we said before, that, that was just Hashem and the name of Hashem. But the pro- really, the, the, the problem is that I have, and I didn't see anyone asking this, is that later on we're going to have a list of things that were that were oile al machshava of Kadesh Baruch to create, but weren't created. Um, where is it? And later on in this parak, it's going to say asarot dvarim alu ba machshava. We're not going to get to it this week. We're probably going to do it next week. Ten things Hashem were oile on the machshava Hashem before He created the world, and and a list of ten things. And it's not the same as these seven things. So it, that's a, it's a different list. One is things that Hashem created before He created. One is things that Hashem Decided to create before he created the world, but it was just all about Shava He didn't do so. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how to how to reconcile these two approaches. So, okay. So, just to speak more in more general terms about these seven things that Hashem created before he created the world. That's the Pasha Shan. What, what it's saying. So the Marzu has there's different there's different um, approaches to to this idea, but the Marzu I think has what what, what I what I think is the, the simplest idea, approach. We have a Mishnah in Mesachas Ovis, a famous Mishnah. It says, These are the three things that the world stands upon. So the Marzu explains how, how these seven things that we're talking about that were created before the world was created, they're kashur to the three things upon which the world is built on. Torah, Gehenim, Veganeden. Torah is obviously Torah. That, that's... Gehenim and Ganeden is needed in order to strengthen the Torah, because if there was no such thing as Gehenim and Ganeden, which is 
punish retribution for sins and, and reward for, for, for mitzvahs, if there was no such thing as retribution and reward, then people wouldn't be mekayim the Torah. So they're there to strengthen the Torah. So Torah, Gehenim, and Gan Eden is all part of the general category of Torah, of the, of, of the three things that the world stands upon. Kisei Kavoid says the Marzu that in Shemayim, now this is getting a little bit Kabbalistic, but in, in Shemayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a Kisei Kavoid. There's two Kisei Kavoids. There's a Kisei of Rachamim and, and Chesed, and then there's the Kisei of Din. And where we say Amelach Hayeishev Al Kisei Rom Veniso. Sometimes it's the Kisei of Rachamim, and sometimes it's the Kisei of Din. So sometimes Hashem uses does does Chesed, and sometimes Hashem does. Din. This is, is, is it alludes to the to the concept of Gimilos Chasodim, which is another one of the three things that the world is built upon. Beis Hamikdash. Beis Hamikdash is the geographical paragon of of Avoida. Avoida is the third thing that the world is is, is built upon. Avoida is Karbanas, in, at least in, 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 originally Avoida meant Karbanas. Nowadays, Avoida, some Mepharshim say that it means davening, some Mepharshim say that it means Prismila, there's other different Nukudas in what's called Avoida. But, but the Beis Amigdash the is the, spitz, the, 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 the epitome of Avoida in this world. So Beis Amigdash represents Avoida. Tshuva, even though tshuva doesn't represent one of the three things that the world is built upon, but tshuva, as we said before, the world can't exist without tshuva. And Shmoy Shal Mashiach, the name of Mashiach, that's because in order to, the, 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 as, we, as, as Rabbi Epstein mentioned before, I think it was you who said that, that when, it, when Mashiach comes, it's going to be Vaya Hashem Amalach Al Kolaretz, it's going to be Hashem Echad Shmoyachad. That's that's the, the 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 goal of the world. So Mashiach, Mashiach represents the the final goal of the world. So that was created originally in the beginning, as well, because it's it's necessary for the world. So the, 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 that that that's basically the the, the Mahalach that um, the, the 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 Marzu says how these seven things fit into the things upon which the world is built. Interesting. One more, one last nukuda before we go, before we go a little bit forward. The the the, the pierce that you guys have by Yisrael he points out that even though we're talking about the name of Mashiach, so it's very hard to say that the name of Mashiach was created before the world was created. You don't create a name. You kriveya a name. You set a name. You give a name. You don't create a name. And he says that since the other six things, it, 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 it's shayach to say that you, it's possible to say that you, Hashem created Torah, Hashem created Gane. So once, once we're talking about things that it's possible to say created about, so we'll add in something that, that even though the Lashon of created doesn't go on Shemesh Mashiach, but it, it, it's, in that, it's in the same, it's, it's in the same uh, general category. Fine, let's go. Let's go right there. Torah Minayin. Where do we know Torah from? Shinamar. Hashem Kanani Reishis Darkai Kedem Efolov Me'oz. Hashem acquired to me Reishis Darkai at the beginning of his of his path. Kedem Efolov Me'oz. From before his 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 work is going from before. Kedem from before. Let's learn. Kedem Shalim Nevarelim. From before the world was created. Ganem. Minayin. How do we know? Ganem Shinamar. It says Ki Oruch Me'esmol Tofte. Because from from Esmo, from yesterday, Tofte was already Aruch, it was, it was uh, set. Tofte, Rashi and, and Sefer Yeshaya, on that Pasuk, explains that Tofte is the Russian of like Nefate, a Mispate, a person is, is convinced, your Yetzirah convinces you to, to, to do something wrong and then you fall into Gehenim. So Tofte is the Russian of convinced. 
the convinced the place for the people who were convinced by the Yetzirah was set from Esmol, from, from yesterday. What does it mean? Esmol, Ajla never Aylam, from yesterday meaning before the world was created. Ganeiden Menayan Harinel Ganeiden was from before Hashem created the world. Shnemar Vaita Hashem Likim Gan Beeden Mikedem. Hashem Hashem planted a garden in Eden Mikedem from before. What does it mean? Mikedem Ajle Never Aylam from before the world was created. Kisya Kavod Menayan the whole the the chair of glory from where the throne of glory from where Shnemar it says in the pasuk. The Shishal Yom of Friday. Hashem's chair is already set or is, is already true from Oz from then. What does it mean from then? Actually, from before the world was created. Based on Mingdash where, how do we know about the base of Migdash was from before? Shinamar Kisei Kovid Mora Mirishan. The Kisei Kovid, the place of Hashem, Hashem's glory, which in this world, the place of Hashem's glory is the base of Migdash. It was is the exalted the, the place of Hashem's glory and exaltedness is Merishan from from the first. What does it mean Merishan? Like from the beginning. Actually, never from before the world was created. Chuva Meyayin. Where do we know that Chuva is from from before Hashem created the world? Shneimar it says in the post. Beterem Harim Yuladu. It says Beterem Harim Yuladu. And the next before the mountains were born. Before the mountains it was born. Uksiv and the next pasuk says Toshev any shadaka that a person should return to, to, to what it was before. I mean, but it says beterem harim before the mountains. What does it mean beterem actually before the world was created? Uh, the, the the possibility of Toshev any shadaka was already there. Shmuel Mashiach Where do we know that the name of Mashiach was there from before the world was created? And this I want to speak a little bit more about, but it says Shenema in the pasuk. It says Lifne shemesh yinayim shemoy. From before the moon, the sun, his name was Yenoyin. So we'll have to see what that means in a moment. And another Pasuk says, You, Beislachem Ephrasa, are young. To be within the multitudes of Yehuda. I think what that means maybe is that the, the, the progenitor of, of Malchus based David which son of Yehuda was Machos based from? Yehuda had, let's say, he had three, originally he had three sons, Er, Oinan, and Shelah, and then when, with Tamar he had another two sons, Peretz and Zerach. So, you know, relatively speaking, Peretz, which is which was which was what the one that that Malchus um, descends from, was younger than Shelah. So he's Tzoyer. But his origins are from Mikedem, from before. What does it mean, Mikedem? Actually, never Aylam. That's what the, this is what the manager says. You have a question? You look like you have a question. No? no. Okay. Um, just to speak about. What, okay, so, so we, we, we said. How do we know that the name of Mashiach is from before the Briyas Aylam? It says, Lifne Shemesh Yinayin Shemoy. First, we bring a pasuk of from before the Shemesh, his name is United. What does that mean? What does that have to do with Mashiach? What was it talking about? And another, then we bring another pasuk and we about about Beis Lechem Ephrasa. What does that have to do with Shemayshal Mashiach? And 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 why why do we have to bring two psukim? None of the other ones we have to bring two psukim for. So what's the first question first? There's a Gemara. You have to know. We have to know that the name of Mashiach. What is the name of Mashiach? It's not so Pashat. The name of Mashiach is given in Chazal many different names for Mashiach. For example, in this Gemara Sanhedrin Tzadik Vavam and Beis, on the bottom of the page, Omar Lehi Reb Nachman Reb Yitzchak, Misha Mielucho Emas Osi Bar Napali, 
Rav Nachman asked Rav Yitzchak, Did you hear when Bar Napali is coming? They were talking about Mashiach. He said, Did you hear when Bar Napali is coming? Omar Lehi, Man Bar Napali. Who, who's Bar Napali? What, what are you talking about? Omar Lehi, Mashiach. He's Mashiach. So he's back to him, Mashiach, Bar Napali, Karis You call Mashiach Bar Napali? Where, where do you get that from? I'm really in, yeah, I call him Barnapali. Why? The Chsivit says the Postlug, Bayemahu, Okim, Esukas, Dovid, and I fall us. On that day, when the day when Mashiach comes, Hashem says, I'm going to reestablish the, 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 the Sukkah of David. How would you say Sukkah in this context? I'm not sure exactly. The Sukkah, what? The Bits of Mikdash of David that fell. So, so uh, the Neufalas is the, the, the fallen one. So, so David is called the fallen one. So Mashiach is Ben Napali, the, the son of the fallen one. Mashiach is Ben David, right? So then the Gemara talks about when, when exactly is Mashiach going to come. That's not what we're talking about now. But, but we see that, that, that Rav Nachman called Mashiach Ben Napali. That's Tzadik Vavim and Beis. Storm is interesting. I have a sefer at home from a uh, uh, very, very excellent sefer called Mashiach Sheker Omisnagdehem. About, it's about it's a history book about different false messiahs that happened in, in, in Judaism and explains it was, it's very like very scholarly book written by Rav Shlomo Benjamin Hamburger in the in the Bnei Brak, so in that book there's, there's if you go through the if you go through the table of contents you'll, you'll see a lot of the a lot of them make sense yeah you know, Bar Kochba and you have Rishab Machshamoi and you have uh, Herzl and you have different people you can you can hear why someone would have thought he's Meshach what the people doesn't fit Napoleon? Why is that? It has all chapter about that people thought Napoleon was was a Mashiach. You, you ever heard about this? People thought Napoleon. So I was once thinking that that yeah, you might. You could, I hear why you can make such a mistake. The Gemara says what's Mashiach's name? By Napoleon. Napoleon. That, that that's his name. No. I'm just saying why why someone might think that. Yeah, I don't know. But we Jews are desperate for Mashiach. That that's true. That we so, are. We, we don't... It, we don't care what your name is, just come. Realistically, he was good to the Jews. Napoleon. Yeah, and he was conquering the world. Well, so I, I, it's, 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 it's actually interesting. In, he was backing up the Jews. In, in, in Napoleon's time, in Napoleon's time, well, we're not talking about Napoleon, but in Napoleon's time, the Rabbanim in Eastern Europe were, it was a big machlekes. Should we support Napoleon or, or, or are we against Napoleon? Because some people are like, yeah, he's giving freedom to the Jews. We're not going to have programs anymore. On the other side, they saw he's going to make freedom to the Jews. People are going to be equal. They're going to assimilate, whatever, and it's going to bring worse things. So some people thought it was a good thing, and some people thought it was a bad thing. There's a lot of different stories about Napoleon. We, we can't get into. There's a famous story with the with the Balatanya. I think it was the Balatanya. The, the Napoleon was coming to his city, and so like everyone, it was Chazam Maybe two of them. the whole city fled. Because Napoleon's army was coming, and uh, either with the Chizal Lublin or, or, or the Balatanya, he went. He went back home to get a pair, his pair of shoes. So they asked him, well, "What are you doing? Why are you going to go back home for a pair of shoes? Like you're going to get killed." So no, no, if Napoleon was able to get my pair of shoes, you don't know how he could destroy the world. I don't know what that means, but there's like some sort of cabalistic thing that that they understood was going on with the war of Napoleon. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of different nukudas about Napoleon. No, Napoleon made a Sanhedrin. He had, he made a he made a Sanhedrin and he, with with uh, what's the name of David David Sinsheim was the head of the Sanhedrin. Say for Yad David, so he he put him as the head of the Sanhedrin. He was a rov in, in France, 
And he, he asked a whole bunch of questions to the, to the Sanhedrin. Like, okay, we want you to pass like this. And like the questions were something like, you know, is a Jew allowed to marry a guy? And like, there's no right answer to that. So like, they just like ran away. They tried, to, they tried to get out of this whole thing because they didn't want to have a Sanhedrin under Napoleon's um, power. Whatever. It's, Napoleon's an interesting character. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, Tzadik Chesam and Beis, is also, again, talking about Mashiach. The Gemara says, Mashmoy. What's the name of Mashiach? By the way, we have cookies for, for if you want cookies. They're healthy, they're very healthy, and, they're, and they taste very good too. Mm-hmm. The, so the says, His name is Shilai. Shinamar Ad Shilai. It says in Pasuk, Lo Yosr Shevet Yehuda. The scepter is not going to re- be removed from Yehuda. Ad Shilai. Even until Shilai comes. Even until Mashiach. They said that the name of Sheikh was Yinoin. His name is going to be forever. From before the sun, Yinoin is his name. That's, the Apostle sounds familiar because we just mentioned that Apostle over here in Pirkei Dabliyazar. So he says Yinoin is his name. They said that his name is Hanina. Some people say Menachem ben that the name of Mashiach is Menachem ben Menachem Nafshi, because Menachem, who is going to be Meshiv Nafshi, is going to return my soul, is far away from me. So his name is Menachem. Rabbanan Ami, and the Rabbanan say, What's the name of Mashiach? Chivra de Rebbe Shmai. The white man from the house of Rebbe, that's the name of Mashiach. And Rashi says, The white man means he was a leper. Or he's going to be a leper, or they're going to call him a leper, something like that. And these are all the brings all the different names of well, possible different names of Mashiach. So, so here we see that the, the Yunoin is one of the names of Mashiach. So that's what it means in Pirkei Dabliyazar when it says it brings. How do we know that Shemayish or Mashiach is from before? It's because Lifnei Shemesh Yunoin Shemay. From before the Shemesh, his name is Yunoin. Talking about this Gemara, that, that Yunoin is one of the names of Mashiach. But speaking about the white guy, I remember there was this guy who used to come to the mirror collecting money and he would come to the Oitzer's farm late at night, on, like, basically every Thursday night and he would, he, he, he would have different things that he would say almost every week, the, the, same, the, same, the same jokes to try to get people to give him money. So he, he would, he would, he would uh, frequently come up over to me and he would say something, I think, he, I don't know if he was quoting a Pasuk or he thought it was a Pasuk or something, he would say to me, he would say, um, he would come from Taman, from, from the south, riding on a white donkey. And he said, You want to be the, 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 the horse of the, 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 the mule of Mashiach? <laughs> so the Mashiach is the white, the white man from the house of Rabbi. We have these different different explanations over here of, of what the name of Mashiach is. So uh, the way what I want to say is that if we look back in Pirkei we brought two psukim. How do we know Shmuel Shal Mashiach is from before B'as Eilu? Because it's Lifnei Shemesh Yinoyin Shemay, and another pasuk says that the Besachem Tzorah Liyos Valfi Yehuda Moisazal Mikedem. Your origins are Mikedem. Why do we need two psukim? So the first pasuk I want to say only works if you understand the name of Mashiach is Yinoyin. The Gemara brought a whole bunch of different explanations of what the name of Mashiach is. So that's why we have to bring another Pasuk that doesn't really speak about exactly what the name of Mashiach is. It's talking about more the, geneal- the genealogy of Mashiach. And over there it says, So we see that Mashiach is from before. But if you learn that the Pasuk is talking about if the name of Mashiach is Yunayin, so you have a good Pasuk. If you learn that it's not Yunayin, you need another Pasuk. That's why, that's why I picked up was about two Pasukim. That, 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 that's what it seems to me. 
Uh, the Radal says a different different explanation. The Radal says that it says in the Pasuk, Lifne Shemesh Yenoyin Shemoy. From before the sun, his name is Yenoyin. Now the sun was created when? No one was the sun created. The sun was created the fourth day of creation. Fourth day of creation, there's the sun. Right? So from before the sun, his name is Yenoyin. So maybe he'll say that, oh, the name of Mashiach was only created was created after Hashem started creating the world, but sometime before the fourth day of creation. How do you know the name of Mashiach is from before Hashem started creating the world? Bechal. So that's why I had to bring a different Pasuk. That's what the Radal says. Because Lifnei Shemesh sounds like, oh, before the sun. Maybe it was the third day of creation that Hashem created the name of Mashiach. And so then, then the Radal has, has, has you, you, you can ask on the Radal that if you have that, the second Pasuk, so then why do you need the first Pasuk? What's, why is the first? So the Radal says that the first Pasuk is better because it's more Mufurash, but that only works if you understand that Yunayin is the name of Mashiach. We have different other explanations what the name of Yunayin is. It's interesting that not only, we'll, we, we'll, I think we'll speak about this at a different time, but, but in Pirkei Dabalism and Pirkei um it says, Oh, you can, oh there's, another, there's another way you can answer this, why, why the Pirkei Dabalism are brought two Pesukim. We know that there's two Mashiachs. There's Mashiach ben David and Mashiach ben Yosef. So the first Pasuk you could say is Mashiach ben Yosef. Let's say Mashiach ben Yosef. And the second Pasuk we're just talking about Beis Lechem which is clearly t- talking about the Malchus Beis David. Ephrasa is, 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 is the family of, of, of David and Malach. David and Malach is Pasuk. It says that the David ben Ish Ephrasi. David Malach was a, was a, it's a pasuk in, in, in the, when it's introducing David Malach in Shmuel it calls him David ben Ish Ephrasi. He was an Ephrasi, and Ephras the Gemara in Saita Yeralaf and Beis says that Ephras is another name for Miriam. So David Malach was a descendant of Miriam, at least from from a, a, a maternal part of his family, because we know what what David Malach's paternal family was, and Miriam's not there. The Marshal, the Marshal in in, in Saita over there talks about that. But the point is that if, uh, the the second Muslim first you're talking about Mashiach ben David, but you can't say this chat because I didn't say this chat because 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 it, it, it technically doesn't work because later on in Perikir the Beliazer in Perikir so over there. It talks about Mashiach again, and there it gives Mashiach's name differently. It says that the name of Mashiach ben Yosef is Menachem ben Amiel, similar to the Gemara that said that one of the names of Mashiach is Menachem. It says Menachem ben Amiel. The Gemara said Menachem ben Chizkiel. He's saying Menachem ben Amiel was the name of Mashiach ben Yosef. So you can't say that United is the name of Mashiach ben Yosef because Menachem ben Amiel is the name of Mashiach, according to Pigdal Bazonis. And I don't know what to say about that. So so it's not clear exactly what the names of Mashiach. I think we would, I want to discuss that at greater length at a different time when we get to Perikyut Tess. Um, do we have time left to do a little bit more or no? What do you guys say? Rabbi, Rabbi Steiner? What time is it? I don't know what time it is. 7.51. Okay, so another five, ten, five minutes? Yeah? All right. So, okay. Miyad Nesiyad Sekadish Baruchu Batayra. So, so these were the, the seven things that Hashem created before the world. Fine. So the first thing that Hashem took 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 um took advice from the Torah, who the Torah is called Toshia, which is, means hope, to create the world. Hashem sort of asked the Torah, "Should I create the world?" Hashem asked the Torah, "Should I create the world?" That's a very a very interesting thing that again. 
you can't take it literally, but you have to know exactly what the lesson is that the Torah is teaching, that the Medjah is going to teach us from this. The Torah answered Hashem and said, the personification of the Torah answered Hashem and said, Master of the worlds, if there's no army, and there's no, there's no encampment for the king, what's he king of? If there's no, if you're not already subjects, so you're not, you're not a king. If there's no nation that's praising the king, then where's the the honor of the king? So the Medrash says, the master of the world, Hashem heard this. It was sweet to him. He, he agreed. He agreed with what the Torah said that if you, if you don't have any subjects, you're not a king. So you should go. So Hashem, the Torah was apparently saying, go create the world. So Hashem agrees, yes, I should go create the world. Amr Torah, the Torah said about itself, the Pasuk in Mishlei, With me, Hashem asked for advice to create the world. Shnei Marat Pasuk in Mishlei says, Li Bi Malachim Yamluchu, that's the end of the Pasuk. Li, to me, is the Eitzah, is advice, v'seishia, and hope. Be Melachim Yamluchu. Through me, kings become kings. Melachim Yamluchu literally means kings, oh, kings reign through me. The Torah is saying, through me, kings become kings. I made Hashem into a king. I gave, I gave Hashem the advice to create the world. Interestingly, the Radal points out that Pashab Shah, be Malachim Yamluchu means through me, kings become kings. But the word, you know, we, the word Yamluchu can mean something else as well. In, in Aramaic, so we have a Russian in the Gemara like Nimlach. What does it mean Nimlach in the Gemara? It means he changed his mind or, or he asked for an Eitzah. So Bimalochem Yumluchu can mean through, to me the kings changed their mind or they asked for advice. That, uh, not, not, not a Russian of Malucha of kingdom but a Russian of Yumluchu like Nimlach. It cha- it asked for advice. So the, the Torah is saying that Hashem asked it, it for advice. So what the what, whatever this means in, in 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 historically I don't know what that means but there's obviously a lesson that the manager is trying to teach us. From here, Chachamim taught us that Kol Malchus She'in Lo Yoyetzim Ein Malchus Malchus. From here, we taught us that any kingdom that doesn't have advisors that's not called a Malchus. If you don't have an advisor, you're not considered a king. A kingdom is not a kingdom. It's nothing. You need to have advisors. And who else do we learn this from? In terms of people, let's say. From the, from the, from the kingdom, from the, from the house of the King David, they had advisors. The beloved of David was a, an advisor. He was a maven, he understood things. And he was a scribe. So we see that David and Malach had a had a had a had a advisor. If the king the kingdom of the house of David had advisors, and for other people, for sure you need advisors. David and Malach, the great David and Malach. If a king needs an advisor, usually a king, either the king becomes a king on his own merits. He's a smarter than everyone else. He's braver than everyone else. He's stronger than so 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 he. He, you would think it's a less of a reason that he would need uh, advisors because he's so he's so good. Or he was, if he didn't become king on his own merits, he inherited it. But he was brought up to be king, right? 
and still he needs an advisor. So for sure, any regular person on the street needs an advisor. Shinamar, it says in the Pasuk, Vishem A person who listens to Eitzah, he's a Chacham. Or if you want the Russian of Chazal in the, uh, in the Mishnah in the Mesechus Ovis, famously says, Eizahu Chacham, Halloimid Mikoladam. Who's a Chacham? A person who learns from everyone else. You, you speak about, you, you hear other opinions, you don't just think whatever I think is right and I don't want to hear what anyone else has to say. You, you speak to other people and ask for advice and then you bring out different ideas and you don't just rely completely on yourself. That's what a Chacham is. Because of another Pasuk says, Ushua Berev Yayetz, the Chua, the salvation is Berev Yayetz, through a lot of advice. The Radal explains it. You would have thought, okay, so you should have one advisor and that's it. You know, Chua Berev Yayetz, a lot of advice. The more advisors you have, the smarter you are. Uh, he brings a, a, a mission to Ovis as well. Marba Eitza, Marba Tvuna, in Perik Bez and Ovis. The more you, the more you add on more eights and more advisors, the you more understanding. You become smarter and smarter. You, 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 you get more opinions and more broadening your horizons, and you could you have, you, you have a greater potential. So that's what it means that Hashem asked the Torah whether he should create the world is to teach us this idea that, that, that even the top people and for sure the, the, the people who aren't on top they should ask other people for advice and, and not feel haughty and, and, and think that, that whatever they think is right and, and, and not care about what other people have to think and, and, their, and their contributions to, to the discussions okay we'll stop over here for this week thank you for coming and have a good talk and we'll see each other next week <laughs>